Well, I'm left with this is George G and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dr. Travis Perry. Dr. Travis, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Thanks, George. Excited to have you back on. Dr. Travis is an international speaker, a best-selling author. He is a podcast host and founder of the Make Time Institute. He's helping entrepreneurs achieve balance while also growing and living the lives that they want. His newest book is Balanced Growth. Travis, great to have you back on the show. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and what made you put pen to paper for the new book. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. And what you do, your voice, and uh, you know, just spreading the word. I've always been a fan of your podcast, and it's great to be on here again. So, a little bit about me. Uh, my wife and I have been married 20 years. We have seven children and one on the way. And I think that's the first time on a podcast I've ever revealed that. So, congratulations, man. <laughs> it is, uh, you know, th- this is great. We, we, you know, love our kiddos. We have uh, children who are going to be serving missions in Australia and Peru, and we homeschool. So that's a little bit about our life. It's very much focused on our kids. So when I started this business to help really financial advisors try to have better balance with, and many of you know, my Achieving Balance book and the Make Time Institute is meant to help them with the Make Time Method to basically get out of the workaholic trap. I, you know, loved this message and I've coached, spoke to literally thousands all over the country and even across the pod. But I had a couple of people who came to me and said, Travis, I love what you're doing. I love what the book has done for you. Uh, you're just na- like, you're everywhere. And people would contact me like, I see your posts skiing and mountain biking and hanging out with your family and traveling. Like, do you work? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I can't be a hypocrite. I'm a sinner, okay? And I'm a believer. Like, I, I'm a sinner. I, I, I fall short of balance every day. It's not a perfectionism thing for me. However, I'm not a hypocrite. I do not want to be a hypocrite. So when I built this business, and we did six figures in our first year, we did multiple six figures the second, and then we tripled it the year after that. You can use your imagination. We've done over a million dollars of sales from this movement of this book, Achieving Balance. I wanted to not work 90 hours a week while I was doing it. So how did we do that? Well, I had people ask me, what are you doing? How are you having what I call balanced growth? And then I said, you know, it's time. It's time to write about it. It's time to help other people about it. It's time to bring the world this message because if they're struggling because they're trying to grow the business, they're pulling their hair out, trying to figure out the marketing behind you know, essentially mainly client-focused businesses, advisors, mortgage brokers, real estate agents, coaches, speakers, authors, all all of the above. If If you have clients and you're struggling with keeping the balance that you have, then balanced growth is the message that I want to give you. I love it. Seven kids and one on the way. Way to go, man. That's my wife. She's incredible. I just read about, uh, was reading about how how the number of kids in America is going down. But uh, you and I, me, smaller part, I, I, I only have three kids, Travis. I, I don't have seven and one on the way. You are above the like 1.9, 2.1 average in the United States. So, you know, and it's not a competition. People give me all, you know, crap point. they want. But but I will tell you, you know, everybody's in a different position and and they have a different physical, spiritual, mental, emotional capacity. And, you know, I have family members, they can't have children, they're adopting. And 
they're excited to have those two or three children or even one. So I, I'm with your brother. Um, and it, you know, it, there's a, if you want to go sidetrack on this just a little bit, there is a video I'd highly recommend people watch a documentary series called the demographic winter. Hmm. So it came out by academics. I found out about it when I was in my PhD program, I sh- showed it to all my classes and it is a, it is a struggle, but um appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Well, for sure. Something, it's something that's, that's certainly on my mind. So <laughs> I imagine that you're, that you and your wife are, are constantly working on managing expectations and constantly making sure that you're rowing in the right direction because that's completely out of necessity. And so I don't want to spend a lot of time on that, but in, in, unless you're interested in, I imagine that that's got to be part of your, totally. the, the whole balanced growth. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this at the end of achieving balance, I talk about the connection between spouse and family and yourself. Cause there's no way you might be able to get out of the workaholic trap is what I call it, but likely you fall back again and again from time to time because you are trying to just be focused on your own discipline. And I know that breaks from time to time. I know that, we, you know, if we look at any addiction, workaholism to an extreme can be an addiction. Okay? It sure. is in the DSM-5. However, even if it's just a bad habit, then who is supporting you? Who's helping you? And if it's not your spouse, then who? If you're not married, do you have friends? Do you have you know, a friend group or family members that can help you to, to keep from becoming this workaholic? So I mentioned that in the book. So where balanced growth comes in is actually starting right there. It's starting at that point of who is your support? And I believe your spouse is your number one support. I support her. She supports me and our goals and our dreams. Without her, there's no way I would be able to do this business. She knows it's my passion. And quite honestly, without my support of her, there's no way that she could homeschool. Like She can't homeschool and work a full-time job. That's insanity because it is a full-time job uh, with our seven children. So (laughs) you know, we need each other. And I think that's a great place to start, quite honestly. I, I, I totally agree. And it's something I've been spending a, a good amount of time on. I am such a, a person who believes and it's so important, the strength and power of the individual. And we're seeing people burning out all over the place from professional athletes at the top of their sport to world leaders and everybody else. And frankly, I think that that burning out is is more selfish than it is anything else. And you come to a recognition that what we need are reciprocal relationships where you have people consciously and choosing to enter into reciprocal relationships. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, we, our strength is only <laughs> so, so strong. I mean, we can only last on our own discipline for a period of time. And if we have those habits, think about smokers. We did a there's a ton of research on smoking cessation. If you want to give up smoking, you have to stop hanging out with smoking friends. Because mm. if you do, it's like, hey, you know, I, I know you're not smoking, but <laughs> you're smelling it. You don't go down the road where all the bars are if you're an alcoholic and you're trying to quit. Right? I have that caveat. You're trying to quit. Like, it, it's important that you change your surroundings. You change who you associate with, um, or you ask them to support you in this endeavor. Good friends will support you are trying to accomplish in your goals in life. And I think your, your spouse should be your best friend. It should be the one to help you accomplish what you want to. So that's where the book starts. 
And that's not where it ends though, but that's the support. That's the foundation piece. Stay out of the workaholic trap. How do again, this book is, and I'll show you a little illustration for those that are watching on YouTube. Um, this is a <laughs> visual that's going to be hanging on the wall. Balanced growth, how to scale your business while keeping your balance. So if you already have great balance, fantastic. You already had that foundation, no sweat. Uh, then you start working on the next three principles that we'll talk about. If you don't, and you just jump into these next three things we're going to be talking about, I, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna do well in business, but you'll actually still end up likely back into the workaholic trap. So that's the caution. And, and I, I think that's a great place to start, George, on, on these next three topics of, of how, how this, uh, this method really can help you. You know, if you want to work less and, and make more and take more vacations, you know, we, we take 16 weeks off a year. We homeschool, we're flexible. I can go and travel with my kids, teach them about the world. Um, you know, and I don't necessarily want to work most Fridays, uh, unless I'm taking a week or two off and, and I've got to come in for something, but I don't, you know, have appointments on Fridays. I work about 25 hours a week to each his own. Okay. And if you're like, Travis, you're crazy. You, I love what I do. Well, so do I, but I love spending time with my kids and I love spending time mountain biking. There's other things besides work that light me up. And Amen. if it, if it doesn't, then I'd highly recommend try, <laughs> find a hobby, um, go out with friends do it yeah. and then so, see how it feels. I think that that's, I think that that's well said. So let's start with the first of the three principles. Yeah. So here's, here's the mistake that I'll start with the mistake. What most people make is they think, well, gee, if I'm going to grow my business, I need to um, really have a, I guess, um, a plan that will take me in the direction of, you know, marketing and sales and do I do I have a an awesome plan to to get you there? Well, I think that's important. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But really, you've got to be able to have a balance plan first. And I, you know, talk about this as the foundation. It's the lift principle that I have in, in the book, achieving balance. So make sure you have that as your balance plan. But then know what is what is your your system? What is it that you're actually giving to someone? Is that system valued correctly? Okay. So that's, that's really the first part. Once you have balance, the first thing that we talk about in the book is what are you giving? Is it of value? Uh, well, I sell this or I have you know a coaching program or I'm a financial advisor. Fantastic. That's what you are. But most people get lost in the jargon. They get lost in what it is you're doing. Now, George, you know, if I if we switched roles and said, hey, what are you involved in? What is it that you actually do for people? I know, like you can, you can tell me right now. I, I know what your value is. Um, and, and and you're able to systematize that. So that first step should be have balance and know your own value. Okay. Those go hand in hand as the foundation. Okay, Travis, I already have value. I know what it is I provide to people. Fantastic. Then step two is have a system. Now, again, let's market, let's sell, let's let's get it out there. That's fine. Uh, financial advisors, uh, coaches, uh, real estate agents, if you know what your value is and you're confident with that, you're not underselling yourself, 
Then secret number two is a transformational system. When we're financial advisor or real estate agent or a coach or whatever it is that you're, you're running your business doing, if you're selling people on you, there's no way it can be scalable. It's impossible. You can only scale so far. And this is why I talk about in secret one is to know that value because your ideal clients, your ideal clients will latch onto that value. If they're not ideal, it's okay. Let them go. <laughs> they don't have to be a part of what you're doing. Also in step two, ideal clients will see your system as their solution. They're not going to come to George and like, George, you have to do everything for me. They know and they're prepped and they understand the realistic expectation that you can't be there every step of the way. I'm involved in a real estate transaction right now. I know that my mortgage broker is not going to be able to do everything for me during this process. He has assistance. He has an online portal where I can upload all my documents, right? If I expected him to do everything for me, um, he'd probably say, see you later, pal. Like, <laughs> you're not ideal. And I don't want to you know, answer all your calls and all your emails. I think we need to put ourselves in where the client is because an ideal client will expect that you have a system and that it's valued correctly. Does that make sense? It does. So we want to make sure that that we are we're trying to scale the the value that we're providing, not trying to scale me. Exactly. Yeah, because we can't carbon copy us. We can't copy paste and we can't just say, "All right, you know, there's 10 of me." That will put us right back into the workaholic trap that fast. Boom, done. Okay? And I think this is where uh, a lot of marketers get wrong. They're coming from a marketing perspective and they're saying, you need to do Facebook ads. You need to do outreach. You need to be on social all day long. You need to, da, 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 da. and you're going, oh, if that's scaling, shoot me now. Hmm. Like that's insanity. But if instead you really follow the principles of balance and you identify your value and who it's for, your ideal client. And I'm sorry, George, I should have mentioned that. Who is your ideal client? That's really still part of secret number one. Nail that down. Know their demographic and know their psychographic. Well, what's the difference? Demographic is you know where they're located, how much income they have, um, on paper what they look like, right? Psychographic is what are their values? What do they really care about? Because I can tell you right now, I know if I asked you, George, who do you not like working with? You tell me. <laughs> I don't like working with, dah, 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 right? These people don't light you up. But the ones where you see a phone call coming through or a text message or an email, you're like, oh, so cool. I'm glad they contacted me. You want to work with those people all day long, don't you? For sure. Those are the kind of people that you want working with you. So what the last thing that you do not want to have is filling up your pipeline, your lead system, your, your fulfillment with clients who drain you then you won't want to work. And that's a different problem. That, that's an opposite end. Now you're going to have to either fire, let go, rethink your business. But if you have in step two systems in place, then you can serve at scale all of your ideal clients. You simply add more to the system and you hire or use automation or you use programs or software 
whatever it is that you can do to scale, you build without Travis Perry having to do it all, without George Grombacher having to do it all. So I also believe, though, that these systems need to be transformational. Now, what's a transformation? It's a word that's been thrown around for the last 20 years, and most people don't really understand. When I go on social media and I see someone that's had a transformational, I know what it looks like. It looks like the guy who used to weigh 150 pounds more than he does now, you know, and he's got this big, you know, picture of him uh, weighing 150 pounds more, a big gut, whatever. And then the next picture is him holding his pants out like three feet in front of him. (laughs) You know, I'm exaggerating, but that's a transformation. When I ask my clients, percentage of your clients currently right now who have had a transformation, if it's not at least 80%, they have a systems problem. Because I might say, listen, I, I, want, I help people to make more time so that they can live their highest priorities. But if, I, if George, you came in and interviewed all my clients and they're like, yeah, it really hasn't happened. Or yeah, I saved an hour or two. That's not a transformation. Hmm. It might've been a nice service. It might've been even a good experience but it's not transformational. It didn't shift their entire world, change their life completely. But the ones that have come through and say, wow, I've saved $40,000 a month. I now run Ironmans. I can work anywhere in the world. Um, I've tripled my business. Those are transformations. They're not just great experiences. That makes sense. Give us number three. Okay. Number three, last one is now use a book. Use a book to increase your influence, to get clients and get on stages. This is key. And you may not want to get on stages. You may not want to be a speaker. You may not want to be an influencer. But I will tell you that a book is the best marketing piece I've ever used in my life. I've tried literally everything else. (laughs) And when I figured out how to use the book, and what I mean is use the book. Use it even before you publish it. You know, I saw with your last book, George, you were telling people, hey, this is when I'm going to drop the book. It's going. Like you built up some of the anticipation. I take it even a step further and I will use um, social media, my email campaigns to actually interview people for the book. And maybe you're listening to this going, yeah, I've got a message from Travis on LinkedIn or one of his assistants. I actually reach out to, guess who? Ideal clients only. You can use LinkedIn. It's the most powerful business social media tool out there. Yeah. Facebook ads can nail down a lot of things. Instagram's getting better. LinkedIn is the best, has millions of users and a very, very professional platform. You can use that platform to reach out and interview people for the book. We have done 250 interviews for Achieving Balance, and now we're up to 750 for this guy, for Balance Growth. Amazing. And what we did with that is while we interview them, a lot of times we're asking them, what are their challenges with growing their business? What are their challenges with keeping their balance while growing? And they'll tell us, so I'm getting research and I may feature their answers in the book. I may help them um, if they want help. And a lot of times they ask me, well, you're the balance professional. You're the balance expert. Can you tell me what I'm doing wrong here? And that's when I'll say, sure. Why don't we schedule some extra time? and then we'll do a free consult. The ones that aren't great fits, it's fine. I'm still getting good feedback and I got research for the book. So before I write the book, 
and publish it, I know if it's actually going to hit the audience that I want it to. So many people make this mistake. Well, they see that people who are very successful have used a book, but they don't know how. So they write it, they rush it to publication. They don't do any pre anything. Maybe they do like an email or something. They say, hey, we're going to, here it is. It's ready, buy it. But they don't even know if it's going to reach the ideal audience that they have selected. They may not even have an audience selected. So I'm saying do the homework, do it bass backwards, <laughs> do it the other way around and really figure out who's your ideal client, have great balance, make sure your systems are in place, and then make sure you're using the book even before um, it's ever published. Now we do self-publication. Um, I think it's very, very easy nowadays to use Kindle, um, but we will do a pre-sale then we'll drop a paperback. Later on, we'll do an audiobook. Later on, we'll do a hardback. Then we'll use all of these to continually bring the message of the book and get us more and more organic reach. We've done over $1.2 million in sales from Achieving Balance uh, with zero Facebook ads, zero Google ads, 100% completely organic through the outreach, um, which I call Invitology. I'll explain it more in the book and how to do it and all the systems and all the steps. But essentially, you invite somebody to an interview, to a podcast, to an event, and you interview them. They get recognition. They're able to be on your show. They're able to be in your book. And the ones that need help, they will self-refer. Super powerful. I love the three steps. I love I love a good framework. I love invitology. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Travis, thank you so much for coming back on. Thanks for all the work yes. and sharing all of your wisdom. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? And where can they get a copy of the new book, Balanced Growth? So June 22nd, we are dropping this for everyone um, for free. They can get the copy of the book. We're doing a pre-sale like I show everyone how to do. On June 22nd, go to balancedgrowthbook.com. Balanced with a D, growth book.com. Um, sign up. Uh, if you're on the waiting list, great. We'll send it off to you. We'll let you know how to how to get that book for free. Um, we're also doing a webinar that day. So if you want to learn more about these three secrets, I'll show that to you then. And love to connect with you on LinkedIn. We're all over the place on that. So check us out, Travis Perry there on LinkedIn. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Travis your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to balancedgrowthbook.com and get on the list, get your copy, learn the three secrets and figure out first and foremost what balance means to you. And then next, figure out how to grow in a way that is going to keep you sane and happy and doing all the things that you want to do instead of just feeling like you're running around with your hair on fire. Thanks again, Travis. Hey, thank you, George. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.